Hi, Fanny Bunny. Hi, Negi Ninja. Hello, everyone. Welcome to episode six of If You'd Ask Us K pop podcast. Yes, six, episode five. Oh my god, did I say episode six? <laughs> That's how confused we are. In any case, the episode the, <laughs> that you're listening to now. <laughs> This week, we talk about some comebacks. A very amazing, scary dumpling story, and we talk about why we are more into guy groups than into girl groups. And yes. it's absolutely not because of the muscles. No, no, <laughs> absolutely not. This is about sisterhood here. Yes, sisterhood before musclehood. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> yes. And one last comment before we start. I want to say that we finally fixed the issue of the Instagram handle. It's at if you'd ask us. It's not at if you'd ask me anymore. Long story short, we changed it and now we stick to at if you'd ask us. Exactly. If you want to follow us and if you want to randomly comment on stuff and talk to us and yeah, I think Negi Ninja is doing a very amazing job in the <laughs> Instagram stuff, <laughs> the stories and so on. I, because I'm so old, I don't even know how to do, deal with the stories, man. Yeah, sure. So... <laughs> But then please follow it if you'd ask us. Yes. Let's head to the beginning of the episode. Segment one. News. What are we starting with? Some debuts and comebacks? Yes. What's happening? Well... Once again, I feel like every time, every month, every week, there are some comebacks and debut news. So <laughs> let's be quick about these ones too. Well, um, so we have comebacks or first solo mini albums by Monster X's I Am. Mm -hmm. He is releasing Duality on the 19th of February. So if you're a fan, then check it out. Be prepared to watch and click and listen. I'm prepared. <laughs> Good. And then, um, who else? Ah, Pentagon. Pentagon is um, about to release another uh, album in mid-March. So, um, yeah. Okay. I'm, I'm wondering, did we say that who is leaving? Yeah, we said that who is leaving. Is, is this album without him then? I have no idea. Well, we find, we'll find out. <laughs> Probably. <laughs> then who else? Icon. Icon also is preparing for their comeback in early March. Icon will be part of the Kingdom TV show on Mnet. And so they feel like all of these um, groups that are in that Kingdom show are having a comeback right before. shortly before that. Yeah. So they have and something else to promote. I think also is supposed to mm -hmm. have something. Mm -hmm. <laughs> so they have something so, yeah, Bobby. <laughs> Exactly, and so Bobby is right now, he's promoting his solo album, but he will uh, stop the promotions because he wants to focus on the album, the Icon album and the appearance in the Kingdom show. So Great! I think that's it for comebacks and debuts. Well, there's no real debut, there's only Monster X. Yeah, solo debut. I am. <laughs> And then a funny story about Shiny, tell me. Yes, the funny story about Shiny. Well, also, this is also a uh, comeback because uh, as we sang last week, Shiny's back, 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 back. 
Um, and then uh, in the goodies, in the goods that came with the new album, um, <laughs> it seems like fans found a phone card because the title song is called Don't Call Me, so it's themed around phone calls and whatever. And there was a phone card in the goods. Do any of the people listening know what a phone card is, is and what you use it for? <laughs> well, we do. <laughs> But apparently the funny thing is that a lot of the fans that saw that were like, what, what is a phone card and what am I supposed to do with a phone card? And then where you, that's where you see the generation gap in between. Yes. <laughs> what is a phone card? Yes. Tell me. You are older It's than amazing. Me. <laughs> well, honestly, I actually didn't use it a lot. Me neither. I think back then I even just used coins. I'm that old. Yeah. <laughs> I didn't even have a phone card, you know? Once upon a the time, there were, these, there were these public uh, telephones that you could use if you wanted to call someone from somewhere. <laughs> when there were no smartphones, no mobile phones, uh -huh. when there was nothing... Yeah. And that's where the phone cards come in. So you put the card in like now you would probably do with your credit card when you do random paying in machines mm -hmm. also. And then it would reduce the money from the phone card. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> to call. Exactly. So, but I'm I'm pretty sure like I I'm, I'm not even sure like can you even use these still? Are they even public? I think in Seoul there are still some of these pink ones if you remember back. Then. Probably everywhere there's mm. still some where you just never oh, see yeah. them or you don't pink notice one, yeah. them probably. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So this is, I think, all we have to say about comeback and debut. Even though last uh, last week already we were uh, telling that Kingdom, the group Kingdom, is having their debut. I watched the new teaser. They released more teasers and uh, it's going to be exciting. I just haven't watched any, but I'm going to be on vacation soon so I can catch up. I'm just system. promoting this very quickly. It's very exciting. There are swords, there is water dances, there is a lot of action <laughs> happening. It, it looks amazing. Okay. okay. We're done here. <laughs> Next. Yep. Random news. We have some random news. Mm -hmm. I think one prepare the tissues <laughs> and start crying. Because... <laughs> As one are gonna hold their last concert before debut. I'm not even kidding you. When I saw this news at first, I thought, huh, but why? And I'm not even the big fan or anything. I know like two people by name and face. And then I know one song completely, that's it. <laughs> but I don't know why. No, I think you know more. I think I know, you know I more. only know the panorama yeah, I... completely. The other ones, I only know the um, chorus. Man. Yeah, count. well, that is good enough. That is good enough. Well, yes, they will hold their last concert before they're disbanding. So Ice One was created by a show, yes, like a TV show 48, also, right? Yeah. Mm, so the girls are yes, part so, of different companies. It's like one-on-one, -on -one, mm, the group. So, yeah, so they also have to split up, and so they will hold their last concert. The concert is supposed to happen on the 13th of 13th and 14th of March, so they have two days. Mm -hmm. It's going to be an online concert, and the ticket sales start on February 16th. Yep. Through different websites like Interpark and stuff like this. So if you are into Ice One and you want to be part of the last concert, then reserve your tickets. Yep, next week. Exactly. So what else is happening? We have uh, 80s. Are coming back, like you said earlier. Yes. 80s are planning their yes. comeback. And sadly, 
AQ confirmed that Mingi won't be joining. Yes. Mingi has been absent, I think, since November yeah. 2020, yeah. something like yeah. this. Um, also through some mental health issues. Mm -hmm. I don't know exactly. Is it anxiety or depression? Yeah, they or didn't I, actually, precise. I, I don't they know. never precise. They just... Mm. Yeah, so he has been absent for a while and then fans were hoping that he would be back, but it seems like he will be not uh, coming back. And they also said that they, he made some progress and he's getting better and he's still in treatment. And But then they had a talk with the members and a talk with his parents and a talk with him. The and doctor also. The they all, also. The doctors mm. also, yes. And they did all together, they decided that he shall still wait for a bit longer mm -hmm. and get even better before joining promotions again. Mm, I just hope that he's going to be there in Kingdom because Kingdom starts in April. I mean, okay, take the break from the comeback, but please be there for Kingdom. <laughs> I, I, I feel like I don't want to destroy your hope, but actually, yeah, don't. you know, I think if, 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 um, if he gets way better, if he gets good enough after this and whatever and if if it takes him to be out of kingdom for this to happen then I shall gladly accept yes I also I'm, shall gladly actually, accept but I still well it's not like I can change I just it. actually I really like the fact also that he gets to focus on himself for yeah a while but I want Mingi in kingdom still okay sure <laughs> uh, yeah April let's, let's see, see. This is like a that is I'm coming back to S check. <laughs> <laughs> okay, yes. no. All right, next news. <clears throat> what do we have? Well, the next thing is not really news per se. I mean, there's no not, no no new information <laughs> that we get out of this. It's a funny whatsoever story. because <laughs> it's just a funny story. So this is about TXT Hyunin Kai telling a story. A scary story about dumplings. Okay, I read the me. article. I was like, "How how how is a story about dumplings scary?" And I really uh, checked it. I checked it out, and I I thought it was cute. So he was saying, so there was a a student, like an elementary school student, and um, he was supposed to be part of some kind of study program in school. And so on the day of the program, his mom prepared some lunchbox with dumplings for him. And then the kid brought the dumplings to the school. But then when he got to school, he was feeling a bit weird. <laughs> he opened the lunchbox and then he realized that five of the dumplings disappeared. And then he was, <laughs> he was wondering like, huh, what the hell happened? And then so he opened the box a, a bit later again. <laughs> and suddenly there were only five dumplings left out of the whole box of 20 dumplings. And then he looked around and he thought, hey, but there was no one. But the dumplings kept on disappearing. And so <laughs> the kid got really weirded out and the then he ran cost. back. Yes, he ran back home because he got so confused about the whole thing. And so when he arrived his, uh, back home, his mom was chopping vegetables with a knife. And here's where I thought, oh, God, something very scary is happening, really. <laughs> and the kid went like, mom, my dumplings are gone. And then the mom was like, huh, really? And then she grabbed the box with the dumplings and then she showed him <laughs> that the 20 dumplings were all stuck to the lid of the lunch. <laughs> Well, 
okay. this is such a stupid story, actually. And I was just thinking, like, the whole time while I was reading the story, it's like, oh, my God, I was really preparing for something really disgusting, like something like a bug coming out of one of the dumplings and that ate all of the other dumplings or, I don't know, some creepy body part of his mom being in the box or something yeah. really disgusting. That's what I was waiting. And then it was like, and then the 20 dumplings were stuck to the lid of the lunchbox. <laughs> I was like, oh, yeah. Very funny. Good job, Kai. <laughs> Please tell me more stories. Good thing like he's, <laughs> yes, he can tell me more funny stories yeah. if, if they're all like this. <laughs> Indeed. <laughs> yeah. So, so you see no news, but we already um, found out that uh, this week was uh, very it's extremely uh, boring. Yes, Uneventful. Boring. Okay. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Well, if you're into Espa, they released a new song. What is it called? Forever. I have no idea. I watched the, I watched the teaser and I thought, <sighs> boring. And then I gave it a chance and well, it, it was even more boring than I expected <laughs> from the teaser. They went from a exciting we we black mamba to uh, I don't know winter don't wonderland know boring. I have no idea. I just but honestly I, yeah. yeah I just looked at a picture yeah, of actually, it, I a thought thumbnail on YouTube this, this, and I thought this seemed like yeah. a whole. It just seemed like a whole Christmas um, song, but Christmas is over. Like two You're months ago. A bit late, man. We are all waiting for summer and spring and being excited for having fun music again. And then uh, we have to. La, la, la. <laughs> <sighs> boring. Like the week, it was boring. <laughs> yeah. So, do we have more random stories for news? Yeah, I think you have one more funny story for me, no? Oh, yeah. Well, this is about NCT's Chandler. And, well, if maybe some people know or you don't know, but um, he is good friends with straight kids' Felix. And so they made, met up and I think Felix visited him and he brought some brownies. He's known to be uh, baking a lot and cooking, and cooking a lot. A lot and yeah. apparently he's... He's uh, very uh, good with making brownies. So he <laughs> brought some brownies for Chandler and then he told him to share them with the other members. And Chandler was like, yeah, yeah, sure, I will. <laughs> <laughs> but then that little brat <laughs> ended up eating them all by himself. Yeah, no they were Chandler. so good. They didn't want to share them. <sighs> Man. <laughs> the, the, the the betrayal. What? <laughs> Let the kid enjoy eating. It's okay. Yeah, I think I think Chandler is very spoiled, probably. Yeah, from being it, uh, it feels like from, he's the rich kid spoiled prince. Yes, from being the 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 only child of the only child of a super rich guy. That's it. Yeah. <laughs> Who inherits so probably now the rest of NCT is sitting at home crying because they didn't get to taste Felix's uh, brownies. brownies. And you know what? I bet yeah. you Chandler is laughing. Uh, yeah. <laughs> For he sure. does not regret. I'm pretty yes. sure. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. All so right. this was it already with the news. <laughs> pretty unexciting. Yes. But we had funny stories. So worth it. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. Okay. Should we head to our likes and dislikes? Yes. Likes? Let's do that.
segment two, likes and dislikes. I think I will uh, let Fanny Bunny start with her like. Please. No, me? Okay, sure. Yes. Um, we, we already established um, earlier when we prepared for this show that we are very unprepared this week. <laughs> well, because there was nothing also. Yeah, obviously we were not inspired by a lot this week, but I found something that I actually thought is a really cool thing. So maybe some of you people know the dive studio which are doing podcasts and videos and stuff. And Eric Nam and Jay from Day6 and uh, who else? Peniel, Pen BM, Peniel from B2B. Yes, so random English-speaking people. Mm -hmm. Actually, very <laughs> they, nice podcasts. Yeah. Yes, they are discussing random K-pop, this and that, idol, this and that, and whatever they want to. And so they opened a new thing. So Eric Nam opened a new thing, with uh, which is called Mindset, which is also an app you can download the app and then they have uh, podcasts in there um, that are focusing on the mindset of a random idol star whoever they will find to join i hope they will find a lot of people to join and they mm -hmm. are talking basically really like really about um stories that they had happening to them and maybe some mental issues if they had them so i only watched and um, listened not watching i listened to eric nam's first episode and he for example was talking about how it was to grow up in the us uh, being a korean kid and then he, like his parents speaking all korean to him and him going to a korean uh, church and then when he went to high school suddenly everyone was speaking English and he was not even aware of that there is English in the US, obviously. He <laughs> thought, okay. yeah, he came home the first day and he thought everyone in school is stupid because they don't know how to speak Korean. And then the second day he noticed, oh, he's the one that is screwed up because <laughs> he cannot speak English in a country that everyone speaks English. So, mm -hmm. well, stuff like this and him being bullied in school. So, yeah, well, he's going really deep into his own feelings and he's sharing that with everyone and I think this is very nice and I hope a lot of idols and whoever wants to like, will join and tell us about how they actually feel deep down so maybe fans can understand their idols better at some yeah sometimes and see them as humans sometimes yes sometimes. I think it's a real big confusion that they <laughs> always like fans see their idols as these perfect things not even human beings like yeah. this perfect i don't know what perfect stars Same. i don't That's know it. yes um that are charming and that are always happy and that are good and singers and do this and have to do that yes and, and they are very demanding on them that. yes mm -hmm. and i i i hope that the fans at one point will grow out of this and see them for human beings that have feelings that get tired that cannot always be happy that sometimes mm -hmm. say stupid things also and um, yeah try to be more relaxed and understanding and i hope this might help a bit also actually so this is basically you're you're paying a certain amount of money for each mindset so you now you have eric nam's mindset and maybe next i don't know actually it doesn't say yet uh, maybe you will get chase mindset and whatever they will Day all 60. Mm. 
Yes, and they will tell you random stories and they have to pay for every mindset, but which seems first expensive, but then these um, this money goes to like random good causes that the idols um, decide Support, on. Yeah. Yes. Mm. So So basically it's um, like a charity. Yes. So it's a charity project and but also it helps you in better understanding people and so I think uh, this and is actually a very you might nice even thing. find somebody saying something that you feel about so it might even help you feel understood to some extent. Yes. People yeah, it helps. But I I also have to send a warning it's quite emotionally emotional I think. So for me so when Eric was telling about bullying actually I was never really bullied. So I I don't really know how this feels, but even for me it was kind of difficult to to listen somehow mm. because well I was more on the other side of the thing like I was not a bully not at all but for me I grew up thinking that all the people are just people I didn't make differences like I think yeah. in my family there was no thing if anything that you were you. the one that stood up to bullies actually yes and for me it was more and like I'm first I, this I, about you. <laughs> first I never understood the concept and then I think when the first time I noticed that some of my friends in school suddenly told me huh, why are you playing with this kid this kid is strange he's not like us and Ugh. and I really didn't get it I was like hey, what is wrong with playing with the kid like how is he different than any other like other person and that's when I first noticed it and later on like well obviously because my family is uh, strong-minded <laughs> <laughs> I I was yeah. <laughs> I was more the person really that stood up and told people to shut up about it and I thought it, it really said to me that first in first case you you have people being bullied this really sad for me but then also um that you don't have enough people standing up for the yes, kids that cannot true. defend themselves yeah and yeah so yeah. even for me that did not suffer from bullying it was really emotional to listen to so yeah It's always tricky for me to listen to these things because, well, I have my share of bullying might not have been my biggest problem, even though it happened to me too. But uh, I somehow managed to get out of it. But yeah, it's always tricky for me to listen to <laughs> these idols sharing or something like this about these things because when it gets emotional, then... That's what I'm a little bit scared of from this mind mindset. Thing. Yeah, you might, need some, gonna... you might need some tissues. <laughs> I was almost there. And I'm okay, the stone between the two of us. If you were almost there, then I will definitely listen with <laughs> tissues. Let's see. Let's yes. see. Yeah. So, in any case, what is I your like this week? I don't have a like because all my likes do not qualify because all my likes this week are Chinese and we are doing only <laughs> K-pop. Nevertheless... <laughs> I will quickly say that uh, my YouTube randomly suggested some videos about Luhan and Chris for the EXO members and then I spent uh, the week catching up on what they have been doing for years because I think since 2012 I was not aware of what Chris and Luhan were up to. Even though I yeah, know but stuff so about at least it, it's, it's a, a tiny bit of K-pop. I mean, yes. former well, member of EXO. Lei is still a <laughs> member of EXO. Yeah. And yeah, so yeah, and Tao also. So yeah, I was catching up with the Chinese people of EXO. <laughs> so, and they have good stuff? Yes, I really fell in love with two songs. Uh, one that is completely romantic, dramatic by Chris Wu. It's called Eternal Love, but I really, really, really love the 
uh, Chinese um, sounds, the Chinese mm. traditional music in it. It's really pretty. And the other one is Luhan and Chris singing a song called Cafe or Coffee. And then basically, it's, it's a relaxed song of... Um, Uh, this world is crazy. I'm feeling lazy. Give me a cup of coffee and stuff. It's it's nice. So yep. these are my my, my Chinese. It, it, sound, it sounds it sounds quite nice. I like the Asian sounds when they use yeah. them. Yes. Yeah. <clears throat> so what about dislikes? Dislikes. <laughs> I think uh, yours was uh, strong enough that I did not want to overshadow it, and also I was not prepared. But also I did not want to prepare when I saw it because I think it's important. So. Yeah, so um, my dislike is um, it, it shall go also over in our next segment, I'm guessing. But yeah. this is about um, the image of female artists in K-pop and then also their treatment or mistreatment. So mm -hmm. there was a story yeah, in the okay. news about a trot trainee and she revealed um, that she has been sexually assaulted by her former Uh, manager mm -hmm. so her name is uh, Kang Seung Yeon and I think she's also been on um, some TV shows like the Miss Trot and stuff like this so yeah obviously she also is like one of the poor females that got into the wrong company and as all these people that want to become idols and stars and whatever, they always, they are probably too scared to stand up to their management and whatever. So mm -hmm. when whatever they tell them, you need to do this, you need to, I don't know, meet this person and be sexy in front of this person because he's going to help you for your future and whatever. They just, they're too scared to say no and they just go along with it. And so it seems like this um, lady, she has been... Um, She was booked for an event somewhere away from home and then they had to stay in a motel and with her manager and then uh, obviously the manager forced himself on her and yeah she was she was really shocked about it and but then back then she was also quite young and then she was really uh, yeah she didn't really know what to do about it and so she kept it just in and kept going and stuff and yeah I think like I We never know how often these kind of things happen, but um, more often world than is we not, think. Yes, K-pop, K-pop is not a perfect world. I mean, as, as perfect as they sing and dance and look and um, everything Pretend is shiny and, and bling act. bling and whatever. But I think there's also a lot of bad things Shabby happening. Shit. Yes, yeah. and yeah, so. This I think um, this is also part of the reason that I I'm not so much a fan of the girl groups, not because uh, the girls themselves are stupid or sucky or anything, but the the whole concept that is behind them, yeah. Which brings yeah. us to which, our next segment. Which is going to bring us to our next segment, but actually, yes, I mean, like I said. This is a big dislike, and I dislike it. <laughs> so for the sake of the separation of our podcast, we shall just stop here in, for now, but we're going to come back to it in the yeah, next we segment shall, for sure. We shall just quickly head over. <laughs> yeah. Segment three. 
this and that. But before we start, we like we'd like to quickly say that we, uh, as we <laughs> like to change stuff randomly, we decided to rename the segment to uh, what? Funny? If you'd ask us, just because you know our yes. podcast is called "If You'd Ask Us" came for podcast. Yes. So we got a suggestion by a, a listener. How about you call yes. this segment actually if you'd ask us because... Uh, Which makes sense. Thank you, very smart listener. Yes, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> so, if you'd ask us, what are we talking? Is our uh, new this and that. Yeah. We are continuing the discussion of earlier. Basically, Funny Bunny started by discussing this uh, particular topic of... Um, particular case of this trot singer that got sexually um, abused by her manager and then uh, this okay this obviously falls under the big huge issue of uh, sexual harassment and sexual abuse in general but we would like to narrow it down to the image of female artists in k-pop and their how, how they are mistreated and we would like to talk in particular at least explain our perspective of why we are or we do listen to or we follow more boy groups than girl groups and we are how are we more supportive of boy groups than girl groups like bunny said earlier it's not because the girls suck or they are stupid or they are bad uh, singers or dancers or whatever absolutely not but it's just the whole image that most of them not all of them especially recently it's kind of changing mm. a bit but We have to say again, we've been in this uh, for 10 years now, so we s there's a lot back then that was quite um, in an image that we disagreed with. Yes, yes, we've been uh, exposed, I think, um, from starting, actually for me, probably starting for Girls' Generation with uh, stuff me like G, 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 baby, baby, and so on. Mm. And um, for me, usually um, I prefer the guy groups over the girl groups mostly because the girl groups have an image that me as a grown-up independent lady cannot really um, agree on <laughs> yeah especially that when we started also listening to k-pop we were both 20 plus also yeah. i think this played a big role we were not 14 or 16 or something we were 20 plus and we were strongly opinionated Females. Yes. <laughs> so you have this do you have these girl groups and usually well there is I think mainly two concepts. So either they are yep. very girly and very cute in their pink or white or whatever short cute dresses and then with their dances they are uh, they are looking like cute I don't know butterflies jumping around and then they have these songs actually it's not just only that to me with the way they are all like blankly smiling like the whole time like a frozen <laughs> fake smile on their faces to seem so nice and so cute and so adorable and so brain dead to me it's i don't yes, know yes they have yeah. this they have this this really creepy smile in their faces i really yeah uh, i really don't like it <laughs> like a really fake yes. smile yeah me, me, or me, me, the me. other thing that you will probably find in the k-pop is um, overly sexy girls so mm -hmm. they are wearing yeah. very short dresses and pants and they are doing a lot of movements uh, 
that I show me their bodies in positions that I really would prefer not to Don't see. Want to see. <laughs> Yeah. Um, so yeah, I'm I'm just having that issue that I don't find a lot of girl groups that have a powerful image, a, a grown up mm -hmm. female image, or like mm -hmm. an independent image. I think they're mostly really singing also about either something very cute and romantic, or it's very mm. sexy and. But they rarely ever have like messages for just normal girls <laughs> or normal women yeah i mean there are some but that's true i mean back then there were not a lot i mean even though back then <clears throat> there were still a few and now it like i said it's getting a bit more into it with groups like itzy for example or dreamcatcher who talked about it mm. um everglow they are still debuting also i think g idols sometimes this sometimes that from what i've seen so it seems like it's shifting, but I think this is probably these are just a handful. Yes, I think this is probably a, a society thing. thing a bit also. So yeah. I mean, Korea is pretty pretty um, advanced in technology and everything like this. Super, super advanced. Super. But then uh, when it comes to society, I think they are still catching up a lot. They are still yeah, there is, yeah. they still yeah. have very traditional mindset sometimes so mm -hmm. girls are supposed to get married and have kids and stay at home and take care of their husband and the husbands are supposed to have a super good job to take care of their families and mm. yeah no so the whole image of a strong standing woman is in the build-up yes definitely in the build-up it's not established yet but it's in the build-up so it's in transition yes that's why maybe you might find more. Yes, so I'm hoping in that in the like, future I will actually, I think already um, over the last few months, I added more girl group songs than I added probably in the last 10 <laughs> years. <laughs> so I, I'm hoping, I think it's going to a bit better direction, but um, mm. I'm still thinking that these girl groups often they get an image forced on them and they are rarely ever yes exactly that's what i wanted to say a lot of these people are forced a lot of these girls are trained i mean the cute image is forced on them and the sexual image is forced on them rarely you're gonna find a, like a group that is that chose to be that sexualized by themselves for example Hwasa and jesse they can do whatever the hell they want up, if it's up to me because these two people want it to be like that. Sure, I disagree with half of the time, like what with what they do or what they show, but I still listen to the songs because I know that if I like it, because I know it's up to them. If I don't know tomorrow, one girl is gonna, let's say, one of the Espy girls by herself is gonna start writing very cute images, uh, very cute songs for herself, and that's her choice, and she wants to be like that. Go for it. But the fact that these are forced into them and then they are trained so much to look like these perfect, cute, tiny, vulnerable little ladies that the world has to protect because I don't know what. So that the guys are attracted to them because they feel like, oh, I'm going to be a man and protect this woman or something. It's <coughs> This is uh, something that uh, throws me off. Yeah, I think um, so. Whenever I re like randomly watch shows, like for example Weekly Idol, I rarely ever watch girl groups because 
sometimes when I see girl groups on these shows, I they are they seem really not funny whatsoever. They are uh, they they mm. seem very I don't know silent somehow and very cute and perfect and very polite or in need of help or or something like this and i'm pretty sure that so absolutely not yeah, so absolutely not funny not like the guy groups i think the, the guys for sure have it better in this department they get to be mm. more outgoing and more funny because they have to be mm. the strong people that take care of of the girls basically so they get to do yes. everything that the girls don't get to do and actually um it's it's somewhat sad i mean it happens completely like in k-pop completely in total like also with the guy groups i recently read an article about chin from bts he said um, that the company back then when they debuted they wanted him to be a mysterious person they wanted him to have that image so he didn't t talk that much and he kept to himself a bit to keep this mysterious image up But then, I don't know, he said, I think starting around uh, FIRE or something, promotions, he this, uh, he decided enough. And um, so he started to change. And then now suddenly he became this outgoing person, this funny person that we all now started to <laughs> love and um, appreciate. And so, you see, it's not just happening to the girl groups and one needs to be aware of that. Um, It also yeah, happens to the guys, but it's for me it's stronger. I like I notice it stronger on the girls because I'm pretty sure. I mean, I've met random Korean girls, and I can tell you they are not shy like this. They are not no, all no. cute and like this. They are this. not weak, and they are not cute, and they don't need anybody to. Yeah, they are the ones who are holding the door for the men to just give an image. I mean, they are so strong and so independent. Yes, they are the. <laughs> So it's kind of it's kind of sad when you see them like this and I I would really hope that at one point they get to shake these images off and be themselves because I'm pretty sure then yeah. I might also enjoy them on shows and and laugh at them because I mean come on girls are also funny or maybe even funnier than guys if you ask me but I rarely yeah. ever see it with the K-pop people yeah and yeah. I really dislike it That's why. Yes, like you said a while ago when we were discussing something similar and it stuck, it resonated with me and it stuck with me. You said it's completely a, they, they are completely breaking their character. So it's what it is. It's what it's like. When you said that, I was like, oh yes, absolutely. They are basically remolding them, destroying them, remolding them into whatever image they want them to be. And then. I mean, whether you like it or not, the girls are going to be always at a higher risk of mistreatment and abuse than the guys. Yes. Mainly because most of the managers are going to be guys and most of the bosses are going to be guys and so on and so forth. So I mean, the world in general is still a, a guy's world. Yeah. It's still, I mean, wherever you go, even in the more, more... Um, advanced societies it's still like this mm. the girls okay. still have to fight and korea is still <laughs> a bit behind some other cultures mm. so mm -hmm. for sure um yeah this um they have it more yeah, for difficult. sure a girl group exactly a beginner girl group would probably be scared of uh, 
a bit more things than the guy groups that stayed like that. And they have much, much more restrictions, diet restrictions. And then imagine, imagine you don't eat for properly. You don't properly eat for two or three days. You're going to be uh, hungry, angry, annoyed, tired, exhausted, and everything. Imagine this would be your life because they go from diet to diet extremely. And then they have to maintain a horrible, horrible, horribly packed schedule. So, I mean, they are probably just, sometimes it's not just a, a breaking of character per se in the way that they are brainwashing them or remolding them, but it's also just by starving them. Yeah, I think it's a lack of energy. Huh? They're just exhausted, man, just the, whatever. I don't want to be funny. I don't want to do anything. I just want to be done with the schedule and go sleep one hour. Yes, actually, actually, you can see this also for performances. So sometimes I think with the year-end shows also, when you see one performance after another and then you have girl groups and guy groups and whatever, and then you sometimes feel this, uh, that the girl groups lack energy, that mm. they seem to be dancing just, uh, yeah, I don't know. It doesn't look yeah. as cool as the guy groups for sure. But then I think this is not this is not because the girls cannot dance as well or anything. Well, first they have the issue that they have to dance these things on heels often enough. Yeah. And then they are on these diets and you can see it. I mean, they're horribly thin often enough. And then they have to dance without any energy inside their body. And then I think yep. because, you know, for guys, it's a bit different. So they, of course, they also need to do these diets, whatever. But then... They could probably also figure out, okay, let's eat normally, but do a lot of workout to train our bodies to yeah. get the muscles. But I'm pretty sure that's not what the companies intend for the girls. Like, I don't th no. think that the companies want the girl group members to be horribly, like, packed with <laughs> muscles. They want them to look soft and round and whatever. So they don't have the option of training their muscles like idiots. No, they, no. Yeah. the only thing is maybe that uh, they are they are building abs if abs if they are a bit older or um, going for a stronger concept which i don't know yeah but, maybe but the way of the but the way that the uh, k-pop girl groups right now are i think they are also not intended to be for me I think I'm not their their audience, their targeted yeah, audience. Yeah, absolutely not. The I audience. think they're. I mean, but then if you, but then if you, if you look at Itzy, for example, because then I have also, in particular, the wannabe and the IC songs in them. That's true. You're not the you're not the first target because these are more songs about I want to I want to be myself and I accept myself as myself and I ignore the haters. Basically, I. I'm, um, the people go blah blah and I ignore them so this is more targeted to younger audience they are still fighting and building their characters and stuff like that but I'm definitely more reached by these two songs than by um, yeah well I think it's it's I don't know G friend singing Apple to me I mean itsy itsy could be I could be the target of Itzy if I would be a bit younger. I mean, I think Itzy is still quite good. I also yeah, like yeah, their yeah, songs. Just, yeah, so, and I am, um, I mean, f even if you're old like me, you still struggle sometimes and thinking, what am I doing in life? Yes. So, these yeah. messages still get to me. So, these are fine. But then, if, yeah, like you mentioned, Chief Friend, I think, is my favorite example of uh, butterfly, <laughs> smiling, cotton candy, uh, cutely girls. I don't know. <laughs> Even though I yeah. think with the Margot recently, they are also changing a bit their image, but they yeah. used to be very yeah. romantically cute. 
Yeah. Uh, yeah. <laughs> I I think I'm not supposed to be their audience. Yeah, I, I'm, I'm yeah, always wondering who I mean, they are they made If I try to name it, I mean, if I if you try to name it, you're right. Like we said earlier, it's just a handful of people that we... I, I think you and I are not the audience of anyone. Mm. <laughs> We're not the first target. Which is a little bit stupid because we are the generation with the money. The teenagers don't really have the money. They have to ask their parents. Nevertheless, I think for the guy, for the girl groups, it's pretty much the guys. And that's where it also brings me to the next point uh, that I wrote down, which is these, um, the thing that disturbs me is that when a lot of these girls wear the school uniform outfits and they're supposed to be sexy. Mm. How in hell are you sexualizing a uniform that is commonly worn by 12-year-olds, 13-year-olds, like middle schoolers and high schoolers. If you're sexualizing that thing, you're basically, in my opinion, creating a bunch of perverted old men that will look at these young girls in a super horribly perverted way. Yeah. And then it will extend to actual high schoolers that didn't ask for this shit. Yeah. And I'm, I'm middle school. Well... As we are older, I'm generally not a fan of the school uniform outfits for girl groups or for boy groups. I Because mm -hmm. I think, what's the point of making them look like very young kids and make them sexy? Young kids are not to be supposed to be sexy. They're supposed but to be... But actually, uh, for, the, for the guy groups, when they are, from what I've seen, when they are doing the school uniforms, they are just being cute and a little bit pabo, like a little bit funny. Yeah, stupid. sometimes. But sometimes they are also... Well, I'm thinking right know. now of the, the BTS... I'm also trying to think. Boy yeah. in love? Mm. <laughs> I'm always confused which yeah. is boy with love, which is boy in love. But I think boy in love. The old one. The and, old boy but, love. But I think here they are a bit more aggressive, mm. okay. cool, not so yeah. much sexy. But then mm. I don't know. Maybe the girls mm, think yeah. they are very sexy. I'm, I'm, I, I'm. I mean, but but okay. But if you have a, a, a 19, 20 year old guy in a school uniform acting sexy and stuff and having a 16 year old or a 17 year old or a 19 20 21 around that age thinking they're sexy it's fine it's just the target that i'm pretty sure and i'm ready to put my like <laughs> to bet a lot of this on this shit that there are out there much much more creepy older guys looking at younger girls in a horribly creepy sexualized way than Older women looking at younger guys in a horrible way. Also, also to, <laughs> to, to the defense, you have to say that at least when the, the boy groups are wearing the school uniforms, they are completely dressed. Yes, they are covered. They are covered with completely. The basically so if they, if they manage to still be sexy, then they probably do something with their faces <laughs> that yeah. gives them charisma or something. But then for the girls, yeah. I'm pretty sure I, I, own, like, I have the image of a lot of naked legs. Mm -hmm. And the, the the frozen, idiotic, creepy smile on their faces. This is all I know of the school uniform yeah. things. And the hell, what is this? I, I also don't understand. Yeah. It's, it's very creepy. And then sometimes I think of, I um, I remember, I actually only have this experience with the girls' generation because, well, that is my generation, obviously. I didn't watch a lot of performances of younger girl groups. But, you know, the concept of fan chants, so mm. in a boy group concert, you hear all these girls going all uh, cuckoo caca. But mm. so for girls' generation, fan chants 
Man, it's so scary because it sounds like a whole hall full of guys, probably between, I don't know, 16 and I, I, I don't, I don't even know what is the upper yeah, limit don't of think age. About it. I'm, I'm, I'm crept out by this. Hi. I don't know. Hi. And they're all shouting these fan chants like, it's really scary. <laughs> Men and I think <laughs> I mean, so I'm, extent, sure I'm not the, the target of this group. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I mean, we don't we don't want to be the target. It's okay. Don't modulate these groups to us. It's just that we are. What we're saying here is that we really it bothers us. It bothers us to see that fellow females and fellow younger girls are being treated like this and being portrayed and used like this yes and we are not okay with it yes basically and as there is nothing we can do or say we i guess we just yes well look there's, away there's a it. there's a there's a quick example about um the group stella Oh yeah. Um, so About sexualized groups. Yeah, Stella uh, debuted in 2011, I think, and they had a few comebacks, but they were like they tried with the cute concept, but um, they were not successful whatsoever. So at one point, the company decided they're gonna give them like a last chance, basically, and they try like they tried to um, transform them into a new image, which got suddenly very sexy, which means very short outfits and like very, very short and uh, yeah, cleavage and sexy stockings and whatever and very sexy dances. And then the thing is that the girls themselves, they did not really understand what they got themselves into. Mm -hmm. And so you can see how the girls are being manipulated and it's really, really upsetting to hear these stories. So some of the members have spoken out about these things. So, um, for example, they, at one point they were supposed to have a photo shooting. They were releasing a new album and they had a photo shooting and they had like the company made them wear dresses. They were red dresses. They were very tight and a very short. And then they had like, like a slit at the side that almost went up like i don't know mid waist like really mm -hmm. really really high and then uh, you could see like the strings of their panties at the sides and everything and the girls felt felt really uncomfortable in these outfits already when they saw them they didn't want to wear them but then the company were like yeah just try them for now we will take a few photos and but if you really don't feel comfortable with it then we will not release it we will do something else and then so the members because obviously young girls are also scared to lose their job and whatever so they just they wore the outfit and they took some pictures but they trusted the company not to use these pictures. But then in the end, the company went yeah. ahead and released these pictures for the comeback. And the girls were so shocked about it. And I think one of them also told that the parent, like her parents were very disappointed in her, like Ooh. for being like this. But then the girl like didn't even want to be like this. And Ooh. then also they filmed a music video where one of the girls were supposed to drink some milk. But they filmed it in such a horrible way, like the milk was running, flowing I mean, out of her mouth and along of uh, her chest and into her cleavage. And it's, it's, it's borderline erotic, honestly. It's yes. Very, actually, it is erotic. And the, the girls were not 
really aware how it's gonna be filmed how it's gonna be edited and then when they saw the result they were so ashamed of themselves and so i think that girl yeah. is still upset by now she said she's still not drinking milk up to now because yeah. she's traumatized like this yeah and these things i'm pretty sure they happen a lot and yeah so that's why i'm until there is a day where the girls get to be independent women we're just asking for well look at us we're asking for equality again i was just about to say uh, until the day that girls get the same chances as and the same freedom as the guys just that give them the same freedom as the guy groups and then we'll talk about it yes. you don't need more first let's switch the <laughs> the same level of freedom in life and in character and in personality and everything as the guys also in participating in making music and working and stuff like because all of these are artists they didn't just stumble upon a entertainment company looking pretty and then suddenly they threw them there no a lot of them actually sing and play instruments and compose and it's their hobby or are dancers since they were kids and stuff so there is talent to work with yes so just give them the chance to work yes don't don't force them to be a perfect image character that works on a certain audience just like let them be themselves that's yeah. just and, yeah. and the thing is i mean they will definitely yeah, yeah they will probably yeah, find yeah. a different audience a different target group but um yeah maybe it's um supposed to happen should happen <laughs> yeah i think it's in motion like i said i mean the, if you look at the recent groups that are being uh like that debuted in the past couple of years girl groups i think they're throwing in more and more different images basically of female groups yeah. it's true that the cute bleed bleu is still there for sure but it's like there is more and more of these better groups in my opinion better images are thrown in the mix Mm. and this is a nice motion in yes, I think I think it's probably I it yeah I think it's probably um, showing a bit like how the society in Korea is also changing bit by changing. bit and um, yeah so yeah that's probably the reason why you will most often hear us talk more about guy groups than girl groups because we know more about guy groups because we like their images better than we, the girl yes, groups and we also tend to uh, look away a lot from certain girl groups because we feel upset actually exactly <laughs> as well yeah sure right. that's that's it for our yeah, if you'd yeah. ask us if you'd ask ask um, the girl groups should be more um, um better treated yes and given equal chances exactly <laughs> be themselves be free to be themselves yeah. exactly <laughs> and then uh, i'm guessing we're heading to hit me yeah, last corner. Last segment, hit me. What do you want to be hit with this week? I want to be hit with your most listened uh, to K-pop song in 2020. I don't know if people that are listening to this are using Spotify, but we do and we usually we are so excited. I'm always very excited for the, the Spotify wrap up. 
to figure out in the end of the year yes in the end of the year to figure out who are the artists that i listen to the most and which are the songs that i listen to the most so if you use it maybe you know exactly but if you don't use any of these things then just go by your gut feelings what was the song that you listened to the most in 2020 for the k-pop songs i can tell you that mine what is yours mine is very um well, not completely random because obviously 2020 I was still listening to a lot of BTS. I'm I, I'm having a feeling like it will change in 2021 <laughs> because for reasons. <laughs> sure, give me your most listened to 2020. It, um, it's actually a solo song by V and it's called Inner Child. I really, really like the song. Yes, it is. Amazing. And also I'm a sucker for low voices. So V has are. a very high chance for me to like his songs. <laughs> mm-hmm. So what about you? My most listened to song of 2020 is uh, very random. Not so random, but random. It's a solo artist called Rad Museum. And uh, the song is called Dancing in the Rain. And it was actually... <laughs> it was actually... <laughs> I'm laughing because he's making a funny face at me. I'm not. <laughs> it was I actually just had very a, I, random. I just had a it was a surprise for me. It was really surprising for me. Actually, it was shocking for me that that song was it. But obviously, this uh, partner of mine said, no, it was not shocking at all because I remember one time you told me that you like listened to that song a hundred times in a row. Yeah. And so maybe that happened. So. <laughs> Could have been. So it's a pretty song. Listen to it. Red Museum, Dancing in the Rain. Fun fact, I didn't, what I didn't listen to it. I, I know that you listen, you listen to it I think, in my car. Yes, that, that, but I did not actively <laughs> like sit down and listen to it. So I have no idea what it sounds. I shall do this after so, we are done okay. with recording. So hit us with okay. your most <laughs> listened to K-pop song 2020. Yep. All right. This is the end of the episode. Episode five. Yay. We're standing for Ooh. more than a month now. Are you happy about this? Yes, I'm actually. Hey, by the way, people, you know, we got new mics. I don't know if they get. <laughs> yes. Well, we're, we're learning. We're doing yes, a good as, job. As we are the... still uh, torn apart by distance. <laughs> yeah. We still have to uh. record separately. And we figured that the thing like recording through the Internet is a bit... Um, uh, sucky, sucky, yes, with the quality of the audio. So now we have mm. to do other stuff, but we will. Yeah, but in any case, we also got uh, new fancy mics. And well, t- to me, it's fancy. Maybe to a proper mic person, it's not. But to me, it was very fancy and I'm very excited about it. So I hope the audio is going to be nice. <laughs> and I hope this episode is going to come up, uh, come out better than especially three and four. I think these two were the ones as well. Yep. Better. Yep. So, all right. Let's uh, see you next week. Exactly. Hear you. You hear us. I, why do I always keep making the same weird sentence? I don't know. Until next week. <laughs> Bye. Bye-bye. <laughs>